0: Hey, everyone, it's Tom Hoare. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the BNY Mellon Perspectives podcast series, where we bring you the conversations that are shaping the global economy, the financial services industry, and the world. We've got a great conversation for you today. Last week, we sat down with the mayor of Miami, Francis Suarez. You might have seen Mayor Suarez in the news lately. He's embarked on an ambitious campaign to make Miami what he calls the next Silicon Valley. And as the post-COVID world takes shape, he wants Miami, long nicknamed the Magic City, to be an epicenter of talent and innovation. And he has put digital assets and cryptocurrency at the heart of this campaign. So it's only naturally sat down with the CEO of BNY Mellon's asset servicing and digital business, Roman Regelman. Roman was a principal architect of the big news we made earlier this year when BNY Mellon announced that we would be making a major move a major push into the digital asset space. He's responsible for the bank's digital strategy alongside our asset servicing business. And as part of that, he leads our digital assets unit. Roman and Mayor Suarez share a tremendous passion for digital assets. And I think that passion comes through in this discussion. They talked about leadership, innovation, and how digital assets are reshaping banking and potentially one of America's most vibrant and dynamic cities. Thanks for listening as always. Enjoy this great conversation and share your feedback. Listen, rate, review, tell us what you think wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll see you at the next episode. Enjoy.
1: Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Roman. It's really really a pleasure. Welcome to Miami. Thank you. Um, Actually on that point, um, I came to this country in 91, and my first vacation in America was in Miami. Smart man. I lived in Boston, 26 hour drive. Wow. I come here, I meet some friends, I talk to some people, and they tell me the mayor is an immigrant. And you know who was the mayor My in too. That's right. That's amazing. It was so inspirational for me. Being an immigrant, to know the mayor of a major city is an immigrant like me. I mean, I still remember this thing. So I'm very honored to be here.
2: Well, it's an honor for me to be here. Um, you know, we stand on the shoulders of our forefathers, of our prior generations. And it's, a, it's an amazingly beautiful thing in this country where the American dream is really a creation of a, a country that was built by immigrants. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And the immigrant spirit is alive and well in Miami. It's a spirit of taking chances. It's a spirit of working hard. It's a spirit of honoring the family. And those are the building blocks
1: of a great society. So maybe tell us about your leadership journey from you know, being born in the city the way you are right now.
2: It's like being on a turbulent plane, you know, a plane that has a lot of turbulence. No, it was, it's was. it been great. It's been a, a blessing. I, I First of all, I had the honor of being able to represent people in the city I was born in. So I'm the first mayor of Miami in the whole history, 125 years. I was actually born in the city of Miami. This goes to your point of right. there being immigrants. And so that's exciting for me. I think number, number two, uh, you know, for me— I got to see my father as a man, so I grew up in a very unique situation. I got to see somebody who was a transformational leader, someone who I admired greatly and still admire, someone who had come to this country at 12 with nothing, didn't speak the language, um, and in in short order got a full scholarship to university, got the you know graduate degrees from the best universities in the country, and came and be, became the first Cuban mayor. So I was very blessed and lucky, and uh, I have a great support system in my family, and and both on, on my parents' side, on my my sibling side, and and on my my own wife's side and, and, and her siblings. So I'm, I'm very blessed. And, and so for me, what I do every day is after thanking God for waking up, it's, it's being grateful for this opportunity to create a city that I think is gonna be the city of the future.
1: So talking about a city of the future, what is it like to run the city during this crisis?
2: Uh, I actually uh, I was doing five national interviews a day. I was working probably harder than I ever worked. And, and, and I all realized, from home, All from home? And I realized that there's something happening here, this metamorphosis of the virtual world, where now you can be anywhere and everywhere instantly from one moment to the next. And I, I realized then that uh, our world was gonna change in ways that we're never gonna, we were never gonna see the old world again. And uh, that is another reason why I felt uh, really like pushing tech in Miami was important to allowing us to sort of turn the page from one generation to the next and build an economy that not only will serve my generation, but my children and my unborn grandchildren.
1: So talking about tech, um, I lead in innovation and digital for Bank of New York Mellon. And you know, we announced our effort in digital assets, as you know, we, as we just yeah. discussed. You're obviously creating the city, which is a magnet for innovation as well. Yeah. What's in your mind the role of digital assets as you progress on this journey?
2: Well, taking a step back, I think first of all, as a city and as a company, you innovate or you die. I mean, if you don't innovate, you're not keeping up with what your customers want. And if you don't do that, um, you're gonna fall behind. So it was a particularly special moment for me when BNY Mellon announced uh, that they were going to hold crypto on behalf of their clients, because it was the day after I had gone out on a limb and convinced my commission by a four to one vote to allow us to pay our employees in Bitcoin, to accept Bitcoin and to potentially hold it on our balance sheet. So once that happened in the Wall Street Journal, I was so excited. I woke up, I was so pumped up and I literally got five copies of the Wall Street Journal and I actually sent it to all five of my councilmen. I said, if the oldest bank in the world in, in, in the history of, of the United States uh, has- The Alexander Hamilton Bank. The Alexander Hamilton Bank has the ability and the foresight to do this, we're on, we're on, we're on solid ground. We're not on shaky ground.
1: So you're convincing your commissioners, obviously that creates a lot of buzz. You know, this is the city where you're attracting a lot of talent. How, how do you think about a talent and how to make sure it's not something that people come here, they actually stay here and make the city vibrant?
2: So for many years, Miami has been a transient city. People come vacation, uh, they come uh, when they want to retire, um, they come for a season. I think what we're trying to do is something that is more substantive, something that's more sustainable. And we've been traditionally a construction and a tourism economy and and somewhat finance economy. But I think what we've created here is a combination of macro factors being uh, the, you know, sort of the lowest tax city in America, big city, having uh, the lowest crime of any big city, working on uh, almost no homelessness, uh, and then focusing on quality of life, investing in parks, investing in culture, uh, museums, Uh, and investing uh, in sports Uh, we just we're the only city in the world that has all the sports teams plus Formula One that we just got a couple that's right it's amazing isn't that great so excited so it is so I mean you'll be here I'm sure and it's just we're creating a dynamic city and the reason why is there's a fundamental truth nobody nobody and I haven't met anybody yet maybe you know somebody has figured out how to live yesterday again so once you live yesterday it's gone so the biggest decision that we have to make is where we're gonna to live today and where we're gonna to live tomorrow. And so I think that means that when you create a city that has the best quality of life offerings, you have the best opportunity to win the decision of where people wanna to, want to live. Once you ag- aggregate the capital and uh, econ- you create economic opportunity for all, you are creating the conditions for the next
1: generation of great companies. And that's what we wanna be positioned for. So actually, there are, it, it parallels to our journey. I mean, the country's oldest bank, we're in a transformation journey. So I think the question I have for you is, what advice do you have for us as we work with the public sector? Because it's critical for us as the clients, as the stakeholders.
2: I think being bold, like what you've been. Um, I think being connected, which you are obviously doing right now. Um, I think uh, understanding that relationships matter, but innovation matters as well. We wanna, we, we wanna have a certain reputation. And the reason why we're involved in digital assets is because we wanna be seen as the most forward uh, city in America on new technologies. So we saw an opportunity on digital assets and we said, hey, this is not an opportunity that we can pass up. Uh, if we really wanna be known as a tech forward city, we've gotta take some chances. And this is one that frankly was a chance when we took it, but thanks to you and others, uh, so many others, uh, it's becoming more and more mainstream every single day. So right. we, we look back, we look like geniuses uh, uh, from back then Uh, I remember, uh, you know, crypto was far, Bitcoin was far less in value when I said, hey, I wish we could hold it on our balance sheet. If we were to hold it on our balance sheet, we would have made about 20, 25% on our balance sheet and I'd be a very popular guy.
1: Yeah, no, people ask me what's the best time to get into digital assets. I say it's like planting a tree. The best time was 10 years ago. Second best time is now. Exactly. No, listen, there's
2: always dips. You know what I mean? So, I mean, if I were somebody thinking about it, monitor the dips. When there's a dip that you feel comfortable, get in on the dip. But I think that the asset, and I don't mean to give investment advice, you know, but the asset is one where, when you see governments continue to print money, you know, even the US government, uh, 1.9 trillion in the American rescue plan, you know, 2.2 trillion in the, uh, in the infrastructure plan. You're talking about $4 trillion worth of, of money in money circulation. Uh, there is a you know, palpable fear about inflation and things like that, and, and people wanna hedge. So it's a hedge that's becoming very popular. It's a hedge that that is becoming very mainstream. Um, And so we'll we'll see where it goes.
1: So talking about governments, I mean, needless to say, complex situation in the country, complex situation in the world. What are you most hopeful for, for the future of this city and this country?
2: What I'm most hopeful for is that we have a new generation of innovators and creators that are creating the companies of tomorrow. And so the companies of tomorrow are going to look radically different than the ones of today. We're going to be using data science. We're going to be using artificial intelligence. We're going to be focused on the environment. We're going to have a tremendous amount of fintech with crypto and blockchain applications. Um, You know, we're going to have machine learning. You know, we're going to have a different world where uh, the decisions that we make are going to be impacted by the technology that we use. And so for us, we need to be well positioned there. We need to make sure that every single resident in our community Has an opportunity to be successful in that world, and frankly, I see it very clearly—the vision—and I know that's where we're heading. And I just want my city to be prepared for it.
1: It's—it's really an honor to be with you. Thank you for attending our event, and um, you know, we'll 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 watch kind of you how how you do, and we want to be part of this journey. Thank
0: you so
2: much. The honors mine.
1: Hey everyone, Tom here again. Thanks
0: again for joining. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. As I said at the top. Uh, Keep listening on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever you consume your podcasts. Most importantly, if you're willing, leave a review or a rating and tell us your feedback. You can find us on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and bnymelon.com. Thanks again for joining. We'll see you on the next episode.